This is Mindful Mostly, a show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. We talk lifestyle, wellness, and living your best life in the most down-to-earth way possible. I'm Andrea Collins. How you holding up? I think we can all agree this past year has been a bit of a doozy. But the good news is we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Yeah, baby. What are some of the things that you've been missing the most? Maybe it's concerts. Oh, so good. Parties. Not that I went to a lot of them before, but even just like dinner parties with your closest friends. Dinner out with your girlfriends, laughing your guts out, not worrying about spreading germs to each other. Oh, hugs. Those are nice. Your grandma. She's nice too. In fact, hi, Graham. I wouldn't be surprised if she's listening, honestly. She's 97. She still posts on Facebook. That's pretty good, right? So on today's episode, we're talking about re-engaging in everyday life and the germ-fighting habits that are going to go with it, plus how to support ourselves holistically through it all. I know it's kind of crazy to think that we're going to start easing into the new normal. So you might be thinking like, what's that going to look like? What am I supposed to do? How's, you know, how, how am I going to keep myself safe? So those are a lot of the things we're helping, uh, we're talking about today. And to help guide us through this is Sherry Torcos. She's a pharmacist, author, and health expert with a passion for prevention. Her philosophy is to integrate conventional and complementary complementary therapies to optimize health and prevent disease. She's won several national pharmacy awards for providing excellence in patient care. She's a leading health expert. She's delivered hundreds of lectures to medical professionals and the public. She's frequently interviewed by radio and TV talk shows throughout North America and abroad on health matters. And she's authored, listen to this, 18 books and booklets, including one, the Canadian Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine, no big deal, Saving Women's Hearts, and the Glycemic Index Made Simple. Ooh, I feel like that could be like a whole nother episode. Uh, for more information on Sherry, she is a amazing woman and you're going to hear in this conversation. She's so great to talk to. Visit SherryTorkos.com. Sherry is S-H-E-R-R-Y-T-O-R-K-O-S. She sure sounds like the lady to talk to, huh? So we're going to talk about how we can stay safe as we move through our daily routine, good habits that we picked up over the past year that we should totally keep up with, some really interesting facts when it comes to how we're feeling about re-engaging. There's obviously some concerns there. Um, disinfecting myths, some germy hot spots, how we sanitize right, and how to naturally support ourselves through nature, exercise, diet, and more. We get into it all. Before we chat with Sherry, today's episode is brought to you by Clorox On The Go Disinfecting Wipes, convenient and perfect for cleaning and disinfecting multi-surfaces while you're on the go. These disinfecting wipes are bleach-free and kill 99.99% of bacteria and viruses. The conveniently sized pouch is perfect to keep in your car, your purse, at work, or even when you travel. When we do that again, it's built for on the go. These wipes clean with just a wipe or touch for immediate disinfecting. Clean and protect multiple services while on the go with the new wipes available in both a 15 count and 30 count pack. You can use them on literally all sorts of services, cell phones, door handles, light switches, laptops, microwave exteriors, you name it, weights at the gym, um, windows, handles, 
The list goes on and on, so grab some. Clorox on the go disinfecting wipes. All right, let's talk to Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey there. Thanks for having me. So why don't we start with, um, tell us a bit about you and what you do. Sure. Well, I've been practicing pharmacy for over 25 years, and I'm based in the Niagara region. And I have a special interest in a holistic focus. So not just using drugs and medications, but also integrating lifestyle approaches, nutrition, supplements, fitness, stress management, all of those great things into the way that I um, practice and my whole philosophy. I'm a mom of a 10-year-old boy, and uh, I'm a big nature enthusiast, so I love spending time outdoors um, doing bike rides and nature walks with my family. Oh, you've basically summed up everything we love on this podcast, so thank you for coming on. Um, Now, okay, so a lot of people... Life is slowly getting back to normal. We're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you're the expert on, you know, keeping ourselves safe and, and being conscious of, of sanitization and germs. And how can we stay safe as we move into our new daily routines? Well, you know, I, th- I think it's important that we continue to follow these health habits that we've all adopted over the past year, year and a half. Um, I'm talking about things like washing our hands properly. I think more so now than ever before, most people are aware of the fact that, you know, you can't just run your hands underwater quickly. You need to, you know, spend that 20 seconds soaping and washing and encouraging our kids to do so. It was a mom of a boy. You know, I know when, you know, I say, go wash your hands. If he's in and out in 20 seconds, he hasn't done it properly. So, you know, reinforcing the importance of, of hand washing and, and also not touching your eyes. If you're out and about, you're doing groceries, you're running errands, make sure that you don't rub your eyes or touch your nose or your mouth until you've cleaned your hands because germs and viruses can enter our body through mouth, nose, and eyes. Um, masking. I mean, I think this is going to be something that we are going to be doing for quite a while, especially if you're feeling unwell or you've been in contact with somebody that that has a virus. Being respectful, like they do in other cultures around the world, like in Asia, for example, it's standard customary practice. When people are feeling well, they wear a mask to protect others. So we may be doing that for a while and keeping some distance as well. So some of these basic things that we've been doing in the past are probably going to continue. Um, but I think that we also, you know, as as our country is opening up, we also need to be um, vigilant about disinfecting, um, making sure our immune system stays strong and healthy. And uh, there's lots of things that we can do that can help out in both of those regards. Yeah. And, and you know, I think it's been so tiring for people over the past uh, year, just with the being having to be so hyper aware of how close they're getting to someone and and uh, being conscious of of putting their hands in their eyes. But at the same time, we've learned a lot, like you just mentioned. Before, if someone was walking around in North America in a face mask, you would kind of be like, why is that person wearing a face mask? And I think you're right. Now we've all gotten very used to it. It's probably something we'll we'll see more of. Now, one thing when, you know, we talk about sanitizing and disinfecting, it can sound a little bit, you know, like sterile. How do we get a nice balance of, of like, 
holistically protecting ourselves while making sure we're properly disinfecting? Yeah. So, you know, there is a a difference when we're talking cleaning versus say disinfecting. Think about cleaning as the process of removing dirt, grime. Your kids have been outside playing in mud. Obviously, they got dirty hands. They need to be cleaned. But that's not the same as sanitizing or disinfecting, which involves using specific products that have been tested and found to be effective in removing viruses, bacteria, and also fungi. So cleaning soap and water is still the best way to clean your hands. If you're out and about, though, and you don't have access to soap and water, then an alcohol-based hand sanitizer would be the next best option. Now, sometimes what I'll do if, I, if I'm out, say I, I took my son to a dentist appointment the other day, and on the way in, they checked temperatures, and then we had to use the alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Then I went to the bathroom and washed it off because I find my hands get a little bit irritated and sensitive to all of the, um, the chemicals. So that's another thing that you can do if you have to use the sanitizer on your hands then you can rinse it off and properly wash when you have availability to do that. So that's cleaning. We're removing the germs versus sanitizing. We're disinfecting. Now, when it comes to surfaces, we can use um, different products on surfaces than we would use on our hands. So if you're going to the grocery store, well, yeah, they're cleaning the shopping carts. They're trying their best and doing a pretty decent job. But you may want to have your own wipes with you. Um, I carry um, in my purse, I have um, these Clorox on the go disinfecting wipes and they're perfect because it's a little pouch. I can pull it out. I can clean the shopping cart. If um, I'm going into the restroom, I can clean the handle. I can clean the light switch if I have to use the light switch. And even the faucet, you can actually hold on to a disinfecting wipe to turn on the faucet. Now, there's a lot of places now that have the motion activated faucets in the in the bathrooms or the, the the lights and things like that that's fantastic because really we don't want to be touching those surfaces if you do have to touch the light switch or the handle make sure you wash your hands um, because those are commonly touched surfaces that you know a lot of people are sharing that and retailers they may not be cleaning the bathrooms as often as we would like and you know there was actually a survey that that was done recently um, a Leger survey that found that the majority of Canadians um, were, were still kind of uncomfortable about how often public bathrooms are being cleaned and door handles and gas station pumps and elevator buttons, for example. So if you have some disinfecting wipes and you're on the go, then you can take care of that yourself and have peace of mind. Yeah. In that case, it's sort of like we can't expect them to be so hyper vigilant when they're just trying to also run their business. So we, the onus is on ourselves to, to you know, have something in our per, in our gigantic purse, have a thing of wipes or some sanitizer. Yeah, just um, like you know, you carry a bottle of water or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just find that I I have them with me in my purse. I also have them in my car too. Um, so you know, I think things like that are good practices to continue on with. Um, so, you know, with, with the other thing to keep in mind is with um, disinfecting wipes, um, they're effective against a wide range of viruses, bacteria, fungi, otherwise known as germs. So, you know, once we move out of this pandemic and we're still probably going to be experiencing cold and flu season and things like that, it's handy to have these types of things on, with you on the go. 
You mentioned the survey. Um, do you have any feedback from Canadians when it comes to re-engaging? Yeah, I think that overall, we're, we're eager to get back out and be socializing and having get-togethers. But I think that Canadians are also still very concerned about risk, um, risk coming in contact with people that, that could be carrying viruses, risk in taking, say, public transportation and being in close quarters with other people. So, you know, it, it's tricky. We're all, you know, want the pandemic to end. We're all, we've had enough of it, but yet we're also concerned about our health and want to do everything we can to stay healthy and to protect ourselves. And so, you know, I think it's a combination of maintaining these good habits with the hand washing, the masking, cleaning, disinfecting, and also think about things you can do to support your immune system, um, exercise, managing your stress. I mean, surprisingly, yes, those things actually do impact the health of your immune system. Um, getting regular exercise, making sure you get enough sleep at night, eating lots of fruits and vegetables that are rich in antioxidants and nutrients that fortify your defenses, um, taking vitamin D, vitamin C, things like that. That's what we do in our household. And these are some of the things that I would uh, recommend considering as well. Yeah, that's really interesting to me. Tell me what you do in your household. Like what what are some of those holistic, um, you know, in terms of diet, in terms of exercise? I know when I exercise, I feel like a totally different person. Same for when I get a good sleep. So what are some of your guidelines? Yeah, for sure. Well, we all feel better when we get a good night's sleep, but it's been tough lately because we're all stressed out. And when you're stressed, you often have trouble sleeping. So, you know, we try to avoid electronics in the evening, do relaxing activities, we might go for a walk after dinner. I try to stretch before bed, um, do some yoga, things like that to put yourself in a more relaxed state. Because if we're not getting enough sleep at night, that actually hampers your immune system. So that's really important. And from a nutritional perspective, eating foods that are rich in nutrients, so whole foods, real foods, trying to stay away from the comfort foods, the fast and the pre prepared and the things that, you know, are packaged. Um, my son sometimes is like, oh, mommy, like rolls his eyes because I'm always adamant about how many fruits and vegetables we eat every day. And he knows that if he wants ice cream for dessert, he has to have his fruits and vegetables during the day. So little things like that. And then and supplements are also important, not to replace your diet, but to really complement what you're doing from a dietary perspective. So we take vitamin D, we take vitamin C, we take probiotics. They're the friendly bacteria that are good for not only your digestive system, but also for supporting immune system health. And then I also take um, echinacea as well. And then what are your... Um sort of rules in your household. I shouldn't say rules. What, what what does your family do in terms of exercise? Because I find that interesting, not just for us adults, but um, for kids as well. Yeah, I'm um, a former fitness instructor. I uh, used to teach uh, fitness classes at our, our local YMCA. And I, I, it's always been such a big part of my lifestyle. I just know that I feel better as well when I have exercised during the day. And Every single day, we do some type of activity, whether it's going for a, a bike ride. Now that the weather's nice, we go for a long walk. I have some fitness equipment in my home. I have a Pilates reformer and a treadmill yes. and things like that. But if you don't have fitness equipment, there are so many exercises that you can do. Even if you're stuck at your desk all day, I mean, a lot of us are working from home, maybe back to back Zoom meetings or whatever it may be. Um, you know, taking a few minutes to step away from your desk. Um, doing some stretches, some jumping jacks, going up and down the stairs. But if you are sitting at your desk, 
you can do calf raises, you can um, do shoulder rolls, you know, to give your, your, your neck and your back a break. I mean, we're spending so much time in front of our computers. Not surprisingly, that's having an impact on our health. We're getting eye strain, sore neck, sore back. So being aware of how we can adapt to this changing environment, frequent breaks, so if you have 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, trying to get at least 30 minutes of activity a day. And again, it could just be going up and down your stairs. You could do, you know, little circuits where you do two minutes of jumping jacks. You do some push-ups or modified push-ups, do some squats or some lunges, things like that. If you don't have equipment, you can use your own body weight as equipment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh man. I mean, you should see some bodies out there that just do the body weight uh, exercises. It's truly amazing. A good power Pilates class and you see that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, when, when people say to me, oh, it's a bummer, gyms are closed or, you know, I can't afford a gym membership. I know I was quick to give ideas on, you know, surprising things you can do within your own home with your own body or even using some household objects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and let's, so nature to me is life. It is the most incredible gift we have. And in, in, in Canada, we're so lucky to have easy access to it. Um, let's talk about, you know, nature and our health and fresh air. You know, we, we, you were speaking about hopping out of your desk and doing jumping jacks, but what, what are, you know, what are the benefits of fresh air and nature when it comes to supporting ourselves holistically? Oh, it's so important. I mean, we go outside and, and we get exposure to sunlight. That makes us feel good. It helps our body to make vitamin D, which is essential for the health of our immune system. So I'm a, a huge nature enthusiast. We live near uh, a, a great uh, biking, walking trail. It's the Friendship Trail. And so I, my son and I, we go for, for walks, 20-minute, 30-minute walks, sometimes going down to the water as well. You know, I think it's important to reconnect with nature. There's something peaceful in being outside, hearing the birds chirping and, and seeing the grass and the trees and the sun and the clouds it makes us feel good. It helps to dissipate that stress and, again, helps our bodies to make that essential immune-supporting vitamin, vitamin D. So as much as possible, we want to be outdoors and enjoy that, really embrace moments when you can be a family together and reconnect, hold hands, go for a walk and and enjoy all the beauty of nature that we can. Yeah, and really stopping to observe, right? I find that so many times I get so caught up in my day that I might go outside, but it's when I stop and I look up at the sky, you know, my daughter, she's almost two, and she'll point up at the sky during the day and say, moon, when she spots Aww. it. And she'll she'll say, blue, you know, looking up at the sky. And it's just so beautiful to see it, again, like to actually see it again, to stop yeah, and notice it's, it with her. Yeah, it's magical, isn't it? To experience that through the eyes and the observations of your child. And, you know, I feel the same way. I remember when my son was two and three and they're just so taken by everything, whether it's a blade of grass or, you know, still today, my son's 10. But when we went for a walk on the beach, we were looking at the different colors of the rocks and, you know, trying to find as many different colors and put them into our collection and, you know, trying to appreciate the beauty in nature um, because we do live in, in such a beautiful world. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when it comes to um, a scent like oils, like peppermint or tea tree, how can that be layered into our, our disinfecting game? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. There are some essential oils that do have the ability 
um, to kill viruses and bacteria and germs and things like that. Um, thyme oil has been very well studied, eucalyptus, tea tree, peppermint, lavender, cinnamon. Um, so, you know, there's do-it-yourself recipes. You can see, you can look those up online. You can buy products in health food stores. Some of them are great um, in that they can be used on your hands, like natural um, disinfectants to, you know, hand wipes or sprays or things like that. So you can carry those with you or use those in your own home. Um, but you have to be careful because some of these essential oils, even though we think of them as natural, um, they have to be diluted. In some cases, you only use a few drops of a product. If you're making, say, a spray uh, you, or a cleaning product, you might just put a couple of drops in. So you have to be careful that you're not using too much because even though they're natural, they can be irritating or caustic in some cases and, and cause reactions. So um, I'm all for nature as much as possible, but we have to make sure we're doing it safely and properly. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And there's always some, how do you find, you know, good ratios and recipes, I guess, online? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be careful online. I always like to look for things that are science-based and um, Health Canada as well. The um, There's some great uh, resources that you can f link out to through Health Canada for, for products that have been approved. So if you're looking for something specifically that's been shown to have um, efficacy against, you know, killing viruses, bacteria, germs, things like that. You want to make sure that you're looking for um, products that have been, um, had their claims approved and regulated. So that's a good starting place to look. Okay. Amazing. Um, thanks so much. I feel like we've gotten so much great information as we return to the new normal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know. I, I really, it was, it was great talking with you and I hope we can do it again. Thanks, Sherry. Got so much information there. What a great conversation. Thanks, Sherry. If you want to check out um, Sherry, visit her website, sherrytorcos.com, or some of her books like the Canadian Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine, Saving Women's Hearts, and the Glycemic Index Made Simple. Sherry, thanks for coming on the show, and thanks to today's sponsor. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Clorox On The Go Disinfecting Wipes convenient and perfect for cleaning and disinfecting multi-surfaces while you're on the go. These disinfecting wipes are bleach-free and kill 99.99% of bacteria and viruses. Conveniently sized pouch is perfect to keep in your car, your purse, at work, or even when you travel. <clears throat> That'll be nice to do again. It's built for on the go. These wipes keep clean with just a wipe or touch for immediate disinfecting. Clean and protect multi-surfaces while on the go with the new wipes available in 15 packs or 30 count packs. You could use them on all sorts of surfaces, door handles, light switches, laptops, handles in grimy places, uh, you know, grocery shopping carts, you name it, weights at the gym. It's Clorox on the go disinfecting wipes. That's it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Honestly, I, I feel I feel proud of all the really great information that was in here. So we will talk to you next time, okay? Right here on Mindful Mostly.